And I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. We want to come together. Uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing that's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. So there's uh, Donald Trump making a very different statement than the type of thing you hear from Biden. Strange, isn't it? The the horrible fascist guy didn't call his enemies domestic terrorists, didn't call for greater war overseas. He did exactly the opposite. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. Making his uh, his entrance to the victory party. Yeah, he absolutely swept Iowa yesterday. It's to be expected. Uh, you know, Iowa is massively evangelical Christian. Of course, the evangelicals are devoted to Trump, unlike any other demographic. It's going to be different in New Hampshire. You are going from possibly the most religious place in America to one of the least religious places in America. So I wonder how that will change things. But also you're going from one of the more traditional conservative states in Iowa to the more libertarian state of New Hampshire, you know, live free or die. So I wonder what effect that will have. I wonder if Nikki Haley will do quite as well in uh, the libertarian outpost rather than the, uh, rather than the more traditional one. But uh, Trump, I thought gave a very good victory speech. Here's the beginning of it. We'll go down to clip number 15. Well, I want to thank everybody. This has been some period of time. And most importantly, we want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. What a turnout. What a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody our country to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. So there's uh, Donald Trump making a very different statement than the type of thing you hear from Biden. Strange, isn't it? The the horrible fascist guy didn't call his enemies domestic terrorists, didn't call for greater war overseas. He did exactly the opposite, calling for unity in America between Democrats and Republicans, and of course, amongst Republicans of all stripes, and denounces the endless warfare and bloodshed that the establishment thrives on, lives on, really. Now, in terms of the other candidates, I frankly don't know which is more embarrassing, the utter failure 
of the Ron DeSantis campaign or the victory of the Nikki Haley campaign. I can't figure out which is more shameful and embarrassing, but neither is good. And of course, they, they like to, uh, and Trump narrowly denied clean sweep of Iowa's 99 counties by one vote. Uh, Haley won Johnson County uh, by one vote, I believe. Yeah, yeah, 1271 to 1270. So she won Johnson County by one vote, according to results uh, from the GOP. This, of course, was in the middle of record-breaking low temperatures, showing that the energy on the Republican side, really is there. They called the race, CNN, I believe, called the race for Trump 30 minutes after polls opened. That's how overwhelming his victory was. And yet, 30 minutes after polls opened, people still stayed in line all day to cast their vote when it was sort of a foregone conclusion. I believe Ron DeSantis' campaign was kind of upset at this. They're like, you can't call it that early because obviously it's going to have a dampening effect if people are going out to vote for Ron DeSantis and then 30 minutes into the polling, Trump has declared the winner, they might choose to just go home instead. So I can, I can get why his campaign would be mad. The thing is, though, it was a foregone conclusion. They could have called the race 30 minutes before the polls closed or opened. They could have called the race yesterday, and it would have been for Trump, and that was obvious from the very beginning. So we'll see how long... The other candidates hobble along. Obviously, Nikki Haley is there hoping to make some sort of plea for bipartisanship, which is stupid and wrong and bad. I think we've all for far too long experienced what a Nikki Haley presidency, a Nikki Haley candidacy would represent. We're on one side, got Joe Biden giving speeches where he's calling every Republican a domestic terrorist, where he's saying if you're a supporter of Trump, you're an ultra MAGA fascist danger to the country, giving these terrifying dictatorial addresses in front of a blood red background. And then you've got Nikki Haley going, let's just work together with the Democrat. They're good. They're fine. Yeah, I think we're done with that, Nikki. Actually, thank you. Thank you for trying. But uh, we're done with pretending like we don't know how evil and bad the Democrats are. And, of course, the only thing that our government agrees on in a bipartisan manner is exploiting the American people and starting wars overseas. So we're done with bipartisanship. That's over. What we need to find now is new common ground to stand on. What we need to do now is to create a new coalition, not of the neoconservatives and the neoliberals coming together to start wars overseas, but what about the anti-war activists on the left and the anti-war activists on the right coming together to bring about peace in the world? Wouldn't that be a change in activity? So... I, I think that's really all there is to say about uh, Iowa. Obviously, I think Vivek Ramaswamy 7% does not represent his overall popularity, but rather represents what happens when you've got two Dr Donald Trumps in the race and one of them's the real deal and the other is the uh, younger Indian knockoff. And no offense to, no offense to uh, Vivek, by the way. 
love that dude. And I think if Trump wasn't in the race, I think Vivek would have done significantly better. I think, in fact, I think probably most of the people that voted for Trump probably vote for Vivek over Ron or Haley. But maybe that's just wishful thinking. But again, it's important not to get too wrapped up in what our side of Twitter has to say about things and understand that for every one of us, and I actually said this on Twitter the other day, for every one of us, for every one person that's like hyper tuned in and spends all day going through the news and watching InfoWars and learning the reality of what's going on behind the scenes, for every one of us, there's at least 10,000 regular dudes just going to work, coming home, watching football, you know, maybe catching up on, on the latest Ben Shapiro podcast, right? That's, and that's a lot of people. And that's a lot of good people. And that's a lot of potential candidates for awakening. But it's important not to get, uh, not to overestimate the power of alternative media while it is growing, while it is significantly more influential and powerful than ever before in history, it's still very early in this sea change, and the mainstream media still has a very, very, very powerful grasp on especially the boomer generation, the people that are still involved in politics monetarily or by you know, getting out and volunteering and, and voting. And so you can't just ignore that fact and think that because Vivek Ramaswamy goes viral on Twitter, he's going to, that's going to somehow translate into votes. And I think the most important part of the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign wasn't ever his likelihood of victory. It was always the ability for him to be on stage during the debates or to go on Meet the Press and to hammer out some of the talking points that are so successfully kept out of the mainstream media. Ramaswamy's withdrawal could help Trump win in New Hampshire. I really hope that they're in discussions right now in order to Vivek cor oh, oh, Nikki corrupt. For some reason, I thought that was a sign saying Vivek correct, <laughs> which would be a very funny sign to hold. But no, I hope uh, Vivek joins the, the Trump campaign. I could see him as a VP, but I think Trump probably has uh, somebody a little higher up the food chain that he'd uh, rather have. But I don't think we've heard the last of Vivek. I expect you hearing a lot more from him in the next year.